Hi, my name is Leonora, and I represented Denmark in Eurovision Song Contest 2019. And you are watching Destination Eurovision Memories. <laughs> I only want to have dopamine in my brain. You only want to have warm sun rays in your Hello, everyone. My name is Matej. My name is Sebastian. And you are watching Destination Eurovision Memories. And today we are here with one and only Eleonora Jetson, who was representing Denmark at the Eurovision Song Contest 2019 in Tel Aviv. Hello, Leonora. Thank you for joining us today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So uh, I think we will start by rewatching your performance from Tel Aviv. Travel the world to see. Do you remember what, what you had in your mind when, when the lights went out and your three minutes in the grand final started? Um, actually, I, I felt very calm because we had done this so many times with and without audience. So it, it was nice to, to, um, to be able to be present the last time that we did the performance. So I was actually enjoying it. I enjoying it. I didn't expect that, but I, I did. Okay, so please tell us what you like the most from this performance. Is there anything you would change if you can after this time? Um, I enjoyed the most when, when I was sitting up on the chair with my four friends. <laughs> And when we were done and everybody just clapped and I was finally able to look out at the audience because the whole performance I had to look in the camera. Uh, so it was very nice to, to actually see the people who were cheering. Um, and if I had to, if I could change something, uh, it would be pitching <laughs> because it wasn't perfect, but it was live. So what can you do? So, could you please tell us how many points from 1 to 10 would you give yourself and your team for this presentation? Uh, I would say 8 or 9, because I think the whole stage performance went very well and we, we prepared a lot and I think it went, went well. I was just not perfect. <laughs> but um, I think it went as good as it could. Thank you very much for these answers. And right now we'll have more questions from our editor team, also from your fans, to make sure that we will catch your Eurovision journey much more better. So let's start with the question number one. What's the most funny story from them all, from the Tel Aviv, your Eurovision experience? Oh, um, there were many, strange moments but I think one that I remember in particular um, is what in the dressing rooms it was just walls that uh, separated the different teams from the from different countries and I think it was in the final we were placed uh, beside Russia and they just practiced all the time with that scream <laughs> <laughs> with the whole choir and everything so <laughs> Um, so yeah, we had a little 
extra performance in the Danish Danish group <laughs> to the, the Russian song. Um, yeah, I don't know. We had some good preparation moments with small jokes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, uh, could you please tell us what was the most emotional moment from the from the whole Eurovision journey? Mm. Of course, when we had been on stage for the last time and we went to the green room, there was a lot of thoughts going through my head. Um, but also, we had a camera team, camera crew, uh, covering a lot of backstage moments. And sometimes it was just too much. <laughs> so there was a point where I just asked them to go away for two minutes or something. That was quite emotional. But um, but there were many happy emotional moments um, connected to the performances. And just being with with the Danish team, we just met, many of us met when we traveled to Tel Aviv. So we had to get to know each other pretty fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the question number three, what's your favorite rehearsal from all which you've done in, in Tel Aviv and why? I think it, it must have been uh, one of the jury shows because that was very close to being the real thing and it went really well. well. So I think the, the, the jury for the final show, yeah. And my mom was there as well, so <laughs> that was nice. And do you remember what was the most memorable, interesting question or interview you had in Tel Aviv? It was once at the orange carpet. Um, I think it's most memorable because it was very strange. Uh, <laughs> I was asked what my favorite toy was. Not as a kid, just, just my favorite toy. <laughs> I'm not sure what I answered, but it was just out of out of uh, a context and had nothing to do with Eurovision, so I was like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's interesting if, it, if this was Israelis thing, because maybe it was connected with the story <laughs> of Neta. Maybe this, this was kind of idea standing behind it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty um, weird. Yeah. Pretty weird, yeah, question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but maybe it's something whether why you are representing Denmark in Eurovision, yeah, after 80 times. So maybe this some way, somehow it's much more. Yeah, I was kind of getting used to the, the, to the questions and had yeah. kind of an idea about what I would answer. And then what's your favorite toy? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next question. You, you we're speaking about red carpet, so next question is connected. What's your memories from Eurovision? Yeah, from Eurovision, red carpet. Um, well, there was a very nice uh, reception before, um, where everybody were collected and had nice clothes on and looked very good, everybody. <laughs> and um, and then we were, were escorted with police and everything. It was so big and strange because I'm not used to that um, and then well the whole the whole carpet interview thing was just so long <laughs> um, so it, it was just very intense having to talk for the for a couple of hours all the time with like no breaks 
um, it was funny, but it was very exhausting. <laughs> um, and then we, when, we were, when we were done, we had like these drinks with my face on it. <laughs> that was also strange, <laughs> but a nice gesture. Um, yeah, I just remember pictures from, from being there, I think. Not many words. <laughs> so maybe do you remember what were your first impressions, your first thoughts about seeing everything, everything from the backstage as an artist? What did you think then? I thought this is very big. This is the, I haven't been like on big stages before. I went to the Danish Eurovision but I really realized how, how big of a pr production it was and how many people were involved in making this happen. Um, and also um, how big the competition is for other countries. It's not the biggest in Denmark, but of course it's a big show and, and many people are involved, but, it, but the value of being uh, representing your country is maybe more valuable or bigger somehow in other countries. Um, and that was very clear to see backstage when you were meeting the other teams. What was, or maybe still, what's your favorite songs and performances from other participants of this edition? Uh, I, I may have answered differently when I was asked in 2019, but Right now, I remember uh, the Italian song, uh, Soldi. And of course, uh, Duncan Lawrence uh, with the winner song, that was amazing. Um, and also from Azerbaijan, that was very nice as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and Czech Republic, of course, Czech Republic, my friends of friends of friends. <laughs> <laughs> so now I would like to ask, so are there any artists or, or delegation members uh, who you got along with, you became super buddies or friends? Um, two of the choir singers I, I hang out with um, a bit during af night, after, after we came home. And uh, and one of the dancers, Sina and Sprahi, we actually became a couple. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we have broken up now, but it lasted for a year and it was good. So, yeah. And I have a little bit of contact with um, with the delegation leaders and stage directors and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So maybe hard question, but what Eurovision journey gave you? What's the biggest advantage and disadvantage of this whole memories and journey? Uh, it gave me a lot of experience with being on stage, being on some kind of, um, it's not a tour, but trip, travel. Um, and having to, um, what's it called? <laughs> Adapt very quickly to my surroundings and to the people around me um, and to the working standards and how to navigate in that kind of 
um, that corner of the music business. Um, because before your vision, I I was nobody, <laughs> so I I had no idea how to how to navigate in all that. So it gave me a lot of experience and insight to what could happen and and what um, that side of the music business is about. At the end of our talk, I would like to ask: Is there any secret about your Eurovision journey which you never told anyone in public? but you could tell us about it now? Um, <laughs> any secrets? I didn't sleep very much. <laughs> um, no, I don't know if there's any secrets. Mm. I don't think so. <laughs> I would like to tell you, but I can't really think of anything. <laughs> no problem at all. We are very happy to have you, to chat with you, because as everybody knows, we have an interview with you in the Eurovision 2019 time. So it's also very cool for us that you rejoin us once again and we have a chance to chat with you. So thank you so much for this. We are we appreciate this. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, please subscribe our YouTube channel. Button is on the middle, I believe, to see more memories, episodes, and for sure, some way, somehow, to see Leonora once again. Thank you so much. Bye bye. I only want to have dope, but...